All right, this is What Are You Frightened For, episode one of 2018, and I'm Johnny Suck. The Milkman. <laughs> the Milkman. And I'm Louise Burns, and we are the back office. And so for the next few weeks, we'll be talking to you about what we saw at Fantasia, looking at different themes. Exploring what people are, what is the source of anxiety and fear and interpretation uh, in this hot summer of 2018. And the first theme we're looking at is uh, called screen life. It's actually not a theme we came up with ourselves. It was one very much constructed into the programming of the festival. Uh, would you like to describe it? Yeah, so this started with a movie that played at Fantasia a couple years ago called Cybernatural, which was then released as Unfriended. And now, a few years later, Fantasia is showing three movies in this theme. Unfriended Dark Web, Profile, and Searching. So Unfriended and Profile played this week, and Searching is playing next week on the 26th at 7pm. And the idea behind these movies is that so much of people's lives takes place on screens, on their phones, tablets, in front of their TVs, on their computers. And so there should be movies that reflect this. And these movies largely, if not entirely, take place on screens, using the same softwares that people use every day. The characters in the movies are interacting with their friends in the same way that people in real life interact with their friends. Yeah. Just typing and chatting online. And this creates really interesting movies. Um, actually, there's more films with this same sort of theme in this festival, but the three that we're speaking about were all sort of produced under the same film house, um, which developed a technology that basically enhances the screen capture mode. Um, but one of the themes for sure in this year's uh, um, festival is how we are all kind of pioneers of living in the internet age, like we are all new explorers, and uh, a lot of the themes of, of a multitude of films that are at this festival is about the internet being actually a, a very uh, frightening and anxiety-inducing place. Um, the director, he's a real champion of this, uh, and he doesn't call it a genre of filmmaking, he calls it a new filmmaking language and he's basically pointing out that the contemporary form of making films is really antiquated, that we're living in a time when if you're going to rob a bank you don't have a gun and put a mask on your head and burst in and say give me all the money because instead it is someone on a laptop in a cafe who's packed into uh, something and is funneling this abstract thing of funds which is not, no longer um, you know, actually a physical object. So that's pretty frightening. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're saying how we're all pioneers in this and you know, we're on the frontier and the frontier is frightening because you don't know what's beyond and what the risks are. So these movies are looking at these risks and taking things that people might think are kind of safe or okay and really showing like, no, there's actual danger here and actual threats that you might not realize and you might not see. Yo! Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey. It is game night. Ow, ow. Are you ready for this? 
So to start, there's Unfriended, Dark Web, and it comes out tomorrow. It's playing at the AMC and some other theaters around town. And the idea there is someone finds a laptop that's not his. All the logins from the previous owner you know, are all still there. You know, all the passwords just has them saved. He's just logging to this person's account and getting their messages. And turns out the owner of this laptop is some nefarious character. And our protagonist who's finding this laptop is finding out this kind of dark underworld that's on this laptop because it has, you know, videos and messages and links to sites that are all like, you know, very dark web related to crime, which, you know, are... Quasi-snuff film, sort of, uh, or, but un uncertain because, uh, I guess, uh, just to add to the description a bit, it's game night. So the characters are all uh, on Skype um, or together, like they're all in their own separate um, houses or whatever, and they're interacting through technology. And um, so you, you sort of, they sort of set up this kind of group of friends, and the one of the the main character uh, is using this new laptop, and then there's all this like. Swirling, what do you call that thing of death? There, the beach ball of death. Be the beach ball of death is a reoccurring theme because he's experiencing all this frustration about trying to participate in game night with the, all his friends, and that his laptop keeps on crashing. And there's one character that is um, in IT technology, so is um, offering him all sorts of advice about going to systems preferences and go and uh, and many of these things are so familiar to us, like the sound, the um, navigation of the technology, the uh, typing, everything about it, it, it induces a little anxiety because it reminds you of work. <laughs> and yet it also is as if they've come right into your office or your you know, apartment, you know, it has got this real familiarity. And so, you know, because it keeps on crashing, that's when he decides that he's going to see, well, what's on the hard drive? And then these short little videos, black and white, of like potentially dangerous things going on pop up. Then there's many other plot turns and twists on it. One of the things that is common in this film and in other films is duplicity. It's about um, being fooled. And in because, uh, because, the main character uh, has is using this laptop and is sort of has hacked into somebody else's private stuff. And the layers on the story are about one person sort of being duplicit to the other person, like fooling or, or stringing someone along. So it kind of set, uh, is the theme of like the internet being like the master of all knowledge and all information but at the same time it can you're so vulnerable because you can be hacked and information can be manipulated and you could be set up so that i find is a definitely a, something to be frightened for in 2018.
Yeah, and it, that actually happens on both sides in this in this film, where our protagonist his information and turns out he's being watched and Hack doesn't realize it. But while he's you know, not quite hacking, but while he has access to the other person's laptop and all their information. And both sides are kind of afraid of each other because they each have this power over each other. Uh, because people's privacy is very powerful. And uh, another sort of um, thing that came up in terms of the theme of what are you frightened for was the concept of both like the, this, this idea of the dark web, like this whole underbelly of this technology which m most of us don't come in contact with. And then the other ironically and quite humorous um, big menace is the 18-year-old, you know, sort of pre-morality, super whiz kid, talented, bored out of his mind, um, teenager who often has the keys to all this. And so we're kind of in for a bumpy ride. And the other thing that was kind of um, impressive, I think we both liked this film and it resonates a, an awful lot. And I think the audience all liked it and touched on so many complex fears of contemporary living. We need to wrap up this investigation as soon as possible for your own safety. Yeah, look, Amy, you just got to be careful. Look, the risk to blow cover is huge. They've got a giant IT okay. department. They've got some powerful hackers okay. from all over the world. Okay, sure. Job, okay? okay, he's calling. Can you stay there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. The hijab, it's fine. So the other movie that we saw in this screen life theme was Profile. And that is based on a book by Anna Urell called In the Skin of a Jihadist. And Anna Urell is a journalist who, this is a true story, who went online a few years ago and posed as a woman who had converted to Islam and wanted to join ISIS. So she got herself recruited to ISIS. And the story takes place over a month as she you know, first creates her you know, new fake Facebook account to her trying to travel to Syria to meet her new husband. And again, it's a very powerful film in that it you know, takes place on a screen, entirely on her screen, which is very relatable. Uh, you know, As a viewer, I've never spent any time in a haunted house. So when I see a movie based in a haunted house, it's kind of distant. But when you're watching a movie that takes place on a screen, oh, okay, I've used all those softwares. You know, I'm used to seeing the mouse move around and I know how to change my desktop picture yeah. so that it looks like I'm a different person, which is basically your identity is, you know, and actually that was a discussion, you know, how cluttered the screen was and different um, technology things are now part of your psychological or your personality profile, which in this case, again, it was very much strong on the duplicit, you know, catfishing kind of posing as one thing and having a different motivation. Uh, one thing I found quite amusing was that the director said that it basically what inspired him is that he was Skyping or share, uh, screen sharing with his co-worker and she accidentally left her screen on and of course it's a breach of privacy but the compulsion's there so he sees like her interactions with her boyfriend and various other things that she did not intentionally want him to see and 
I, it was incredibly awkward. However, it was the germ of a very interesting creative process that he, they that he still this is this theme and this idea is he's still exploring, and he's talking about the kind of anxiety that we all share about the internet, and I think a lot of the the theme is about truth, about and reality and privacy. Absolutely true. Um, because our capacity to know that the information that we're seeing is authentic and is truthful is eroding because of the kind of like collapsing of authority, um, you know, like it used to be the New York Times, and it was supposed to be the trusted journalist, and then, and she is a journalist, and her motivations are, uh, there's a kind of underlining desperation because, you know, rent is due and there's personal things in her life that are driving her a lot and so I, I didn't feel like confident that she was going to be able to pull this off in a way that wouldn't go terribly wrong you know like she can't control it for sure and because she's you know trying to trick an ISIS recruiter but yeah. this ISIS recruiter is trying to trick her yeah and so there's an interesting cat and mouse game of you know, like you're saying duplicity they're both playing each other and who's going to outplay the other while at the same time you know she definitely falls in love with this person mm -hmm. and he seems to but you're not sure mm -hmm. um, and you know maybe he's just playing his game the other thing that was interesting too was the psychology of typing like showing their interactions and largely it's there's a lot of typing of messages to her, um, the person who has assigned her on this story and different things like that. So starting a sentence and then erasing part of it and rephrasing it was an incredibly uh, accurate way of showing the inner thinking of the character. It's like more transparent than, you know, great acting and emoting with a, of someone's face. So it was interesting how typing is like the inner thoughts and psychology and both films also used real time um, you got the sense that everything was happening right there in the moment when we communicate with each other we kind of see the final product of what other people are saying mm -hmm. you never get to see what they didn't type or what they typed and deleted or, or what the other word that they chose but then thought oh that's going to send the wrong message I'll put something else to make the message sound more appealing. Or the danger and anxiety is how often we do mess up on that, where we hit send to something that we didn't intend to hit <laughs> send to. And it's a common fear of everybody and everybody has experienced it. And in this case, the stakes are much higher, of course, because she's multitasking in the sense of having this conversation with the uh, ISIS recruiter and also trying to keep her boyfriend at bay and also uh, communicating with the person, the journalist who's uh, um, engaged her to do this story. So yeah, that was Profile, which is, uh, I thought it was great, super compelling. Mm -hmm. And the release for it is unclear right now, but it'll probably make a splash when it comes out 